0: Hey everybody, welcome to Social Beauty Makers, a weekly podcast featuring fast-paced 15-minute conversations with industry masterminds, plus a weekly bonus episode on trends in tech and media and their connection to salons and those we serve. I'm Gordon Miller, your podcast host, and today's mastermind guest is someone who has consistently pushed the industry to be the very best it can be for... Dare I say decades? <laughs> so I I'm proud to call her a friend, the one, the only, Tabitha Coffee. Tabitha, happy twenty twenty-three. Happy twenty twenty-three. Yay! <laughs> we
1: made it. And I we made it and I <laughs> another decade or another year that I'm going to push myself and everyone else.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, again, we're going to do kind of a short form podcast. I'm most excited to have you. um, But I want to start by just telling people where where can they follow you? Because I I know that's going to be immediately. Okay. I got to follow Tabitha. I'm not following her yet. Where where can people find you?
1: Tabitha Coffee on Instagram uh, is the best place to follow me or my website, TabithaCoffee.com.
0: All the same. Makes it easy. All the same. (laughs) So these days, you know, when I think of you, I'm reminded of the many pandemic conversations that we've had about mindset. We were, it's your thing and you kind of pulled me into it and and really motivated the heck out of me. And I'm I'm a little bit obsessed with it as well. And um, and then your take on its power for our industry. Um, you've got such clarity on this topic, it excites me.
1: I love, you know, I love mindset. It's everything. And I want to start with a quote. I know you love quotes and this is one of my favorite and it really just encompasses mindset. So the quote is by Henry Ford and it's whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And that quote is 100% correct Mm -hmm. and it's really all about mindset and the amazing thing with mindset and the challenging thing with it is we are in total control of it.
0: And a lot of people think of it, and you know, I kind of was one of these people, I think, until we started having these conversations, and we had so many of them. Some people think, oh, it's a little woo-woo. <laughs> but talking to you, it's not. It's, it's so fundamental to who we are.
1: It is fundamental to who we are. And I think mindset has gotten a bad rap as it has become more mainstream when we talk about it. We start to put it in a bucket. So there are, I look at it as two buckets to try and help everyone. Mindset is exactly what I just said. We are in total control of how we use our intention and attention to navigate and move our thinking process and our brain, right? So that's one bucket, that's mindset. Um, the other bucket is mindfulness. And mindfulness is Things that we can do and practice to become uh, more mindful, cope better, uh, deal with stress, trauma, challenges, relax our nervous systems, et cetera, et cetera. But they're two different things. Mindset is really how our brains function, how we, um, it's our sense of self-perceptions or beliefs that we hold for ourselves. That determine our behavior our outlook and our mental attitude that's what mindset is
0: and i love how you tied that to a atten- intention and attention and so talk for a moment about that especially as it relates specifically to all our friends who are in salons every day
1: yeah so for me when i look at the mindset bucket which is how our brains work as humans we are hardwired to go to the negative Mm. that is just how we're hard by uh, That is not a judgment. It's not a critique. It's just how we are.
0: It is you, know what, from, you know what a proof point of that is? A, a really great proof point is cable news. <laughs> yeah. They know that we're wired into it and, and they've been using that to their benefit to get ratings. Well,
1: agreed. And I'm going to so broaden that out a little bit more and reframe it a little bit is yes, 100% to you, as is pretty much all marketing and advertising
0: Mm -hmm. because they know we're
1: hardwired in today's world to the negative so what do they want to keep telling us oh we're broken we need to be Mm -hmm. fixed there's something wrong with us you need to buy this product to look better feel better act better be better right so we are hardwired to the negative and that is without a rabbit hole just thousands of years of evolution of Mm -hmm. the human brain where we needed to protect ourselves. Yep. Right. Yep. So if for all our beauty people out there, if you look at your brain, it is um, a search engine. It's Google, Mm. right? We're just going to call it (laughs) Google. (laughs) Love it. So whatever you tap in or whatever thought pops into your head is what is the window that's going to open. Sometimes those windows are the windows of buying into I can't do this. I'm not going to do this well enough. My client's going to hate this. They're not going to like this color that I'm doing. They didn't like it three visits ago. So why are they going to like it this time? So that negative loop starts like playing through your head. And then what happens is with the attention that you're giving that negative loop, the intention, whether you know it or not, your physiology changes The way you breathe changes, your stress level goes up, the way you're acting changes, the um, neurotransmitters that you're sending out start to become negative, your pheromones change. So all of these things we're not really aware of, but they just happen. That's part of the greatness of humans, right? And then often the outcome that you didn't want is the outcome that happens because that's where you've put your attention
0: Mm -hmm. and intention, I love the Google metaphor. You know, you're a great educator, and great educators are great storytellers and use metaphors. I, I just so believe. But you know, like I think, like Google, we can have too many tabs open in our brain. <laughs> and if I sometimes look at my Google Google searching, I have way too many tabs open, and a lot of times they tend to be in a lane. I could go down a negative rabbit hole, and I'm looking at one thing after another after another, and then as I kind of work my way through that, I could see how. In, in real time, even on Google, that could throw me in the wrong direction. So I think your metaphor when it comes to how we think is, is really powerful.
1: Well, thank you. And also, let's think about it this way. We, we have all these tabs open. So if we look at it in our brain, and we'll just go back to, I'm standing behind the chair. Mm-hmm. I'm working on this client, right? I know what I'm doing. So maybe I feel really confident, client I love, I'm feeling really great. And because I'm feeling really great and feeling really confident, it allows me to open all these tabs. So what starts to happen? I've got, what am I going to have for dinner? I don't like my next client. Mm-hmm. Will my seven o'clock turn up? I've got to go and pick my kid up from soccer practice. I oh, don't like the music in the salon. <laughs> I don't like the music in the salon. <laughs> right? Like, so all these tabs start popping up Yes. and some of them are okay, right? Some of them mm-hmm. are negative. Yep. Some of them are really negative. So what happens when you engage and put your attention on those tabs that are open? The obvious answer is you've taken your attention away from that client that you're working on because you've now gone into robot mode and you're cruising on automatic pilot, which means that you're not really giving a 100% of the best of yourself to that person. You're also exhausting and fatiguing yourself with all those open tabs. Um, And it's also then allowing you to go down into those rabbit holes that can take you into these places that, again, is going to change your physiological being and your state to not feel your best, set yourself up for success, or be great throughout the rest of the day.
0: So how do we, I struggle with this, again, kind of using your metaphor, you know, as as a real thing for myself on the computer, you know, I struggle to close those tabs. How do we, with our brain, not open all those tabs or or know how to, you know, push them aside when the time comes?
1: Okay. So I just want to clarify something for everyone, that mindset isn't something that's set in stone. Um, It isn't something that we don't have control over. It also isn't something that's only available to a few of us. It has nothing to do with anything outside of ourselves. So it's got nothing to do with economics or geography or any of those things. And it isn't something that any of us were born with. It's something that we have to actually consciously cultivate. Because if we go back to what mindset is as children, with these open little tabbed right computers, <laughs> Google's wide open for us, and our caregivers instill. All their information in us and then we pick it up from observing the world around us that's how we learn and a lot of those things aren't ours so as adults um it is our job to change that so i call them gremlins what do we do when the gremlins show up which is the negativity the self-doubt um just kind of the crap of life that starts coming in and sometimes those gremlins can really disguise themselves, right, as um, instead of, say, calling it fear, we'll just say, you know, oh, I'm being lazy, right, and it's stopping me and I'm not motivated and all of those things. So the first thing is to notice them. I know that sounds really basic. First thing is just observe. Go, okay, well, why that negative thought keeps popping in or this thought keeps popping in. Just observe it. Don't engage with it. Don't play with it. Don't go down the rabbit hole. Just look at the open tab and go, huh, I left that one open. There it is. I'm not going to play with it right now and focus back on whatever it is you are doing. We're using the scenario you're working on your client. Come back um, to that client. What that does, but through that observance, it also means that you're creating a conscious choice of where you want your thoughts to go so instead of running down the path of oh my god this client's always late i can't stand it oh they never like their hair what am i going to do right instead of running down that path and changing all those body chemicals you're just looking huh that thought's coming up again about the client i'm not going to engage in that right now right so that, that that's the first thing and that is so incredibly powerful it sounds so easy And it's challenging. I'm not going to lie. It it takes a while, Mm -hmm. but it's really the greatest way to start changing where your thoughts are going and having that intention, clarity and attention. And, you know, I love as much as I love talking about mindset and giving people mindfulness practices. and, And that's where I kind of live in the world now. You know, I will never leave business out of it and i will always bring it back to business so we talk about in business what is your your roi Mm -hmm. right and that return return on on investment so everyone out there knows roi is your return on investment i want to start you to start thinking of your mindset it is energy and i'm not talking in a woo way Right, we've all already talked about the physiological and the neurochemical things that happen with mindset and how they set us up for success or failure. So, if we talk about energy in that way, I'm going to call it currency. It is currency. When all those open tabs are open, when you're spreading and leaking that currency everywhere, you are just draining and depleting yourself. So, When you think about the ROI of changing your mindset and being more mindful of how you're using that currency, the ROI isn't just investment, although, yes, you're holding on to that energy and you're training your mind to go where you want it to go, which is so incredibly powerful. The other thing is it has ripples of influence. And that is where the ROI for me stands. The ROI in that is ripples of influence because being able to control those thoughts and that mindset pattern will start to ripple out and influence each and everything you do. You will, you will get the success you want. You will change the habits that you want to change. You will crush the goals that you want to crush. You will move yourself on that trajectory of where you want to go when you start realizing that you are in control and in the driver's seat of that mind and that mindset. Your brain does not know whether something is good for you or not good for you. It doesn't care. All it does is mirror out in the world um, what you think about the most. So, you know, if you're trying to buy a car, we hear this analogy all the time and you're looking at red Hondas right? All of a sudden, red Hondas pop up everywhere you see
0: Mm -hmm. them.
1: TV in the parking lot, driving past, a friend just bought one. That's because you've put it front and center, focus and attention, right? In your brain, and now your brain is like, oh, Tabitha's interested in this, show her the red Hondas. That's how it works.
0: And And that's not woo. No, that's not woo at all.
1: And just how our brains
0: function. Absolutely. And and um, I have to say to the listeners, um, if you're thinking about a red car and you don't have one, um, statistically, red cars get more traffic tickets than any other than any other car. So I know this. I know they this did. little factoid. <laughs> you know, so we we we're already out of time. I want you to. Um, we have to do a part two on mindfulness. You know, and I, I you know, the idea here in this short form podcast is is to inspire people to action, and so on this you know, big idea of mindfulness. If you're going to give folks like maybe a resource to send them to or a way to expand their thinking around this topic, what what might that be, Tabitha?
1: First of all, observe your own thoughts. I think that is one of the most powerful things you can do. See where you're using that currency that I talked about. Where is that energy going? There are so many incredible books and podcasts and uh youtube videos on mindfulness written by some incredible neurosurgeons um psychotherapists psychologists that have done this work i am so grateful that i've studied with a couple of them um, for my coaching because i'm so obsessed with this but the first is always observe and don't judge just look at where you're putting your brain power and where would you like to direct it instead that is the first step. And hopefully you'll have me back and we'll do some more.
0: Oh my gosh. I, you know, I, I, Part two has to happen soon. and We have to get into more and, and for sure, mindfulness. Um, share that quote again, because I, I have to hear it. I, I know it, but I want to be reminded of it because I'm going to post it on the day this podcast comes out. So um, again, share that Henry Ford quote.
1: Sure. It's whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right.
0: Profound, profound and and, and absolutely true, as, as you say. So, oh my gosh, Tabitha, thank you, you know, for, for being here with us.
1: Uh, thanks for having me. And I just want to leave everyone with this, that mindset really is a skill, just like all the other hard skills we have, the amazing technical, creative skills that we learn and, and practice and try over time. Mindset is a skill just like any other skill, and we need to develop it and grow it
0: and i will add and you and i've talked about this many times it's perhaps the most important skill that we have that we have to kind of wrap around our our other skills because it it kind of sets the tone for everything in our life and and certainly everything in our work so again tabitha thank you and a reminder to everybody follow tap follow Coffee on instagram um or tabithacoffee.com and um thanks to everybody for listening if you like this podcast please Hit the like button, subscribe to it, share it. Um, I'm Gordon Miller. Again, our guest is Tabitha Coffee. And um, I'm excited to bring you more good stuff um, next time.